Hey guys, welcome back to Serving Chaos. This would be, hmm, episode three. Okay, so I'm trying to stay consistent, like as consistent as I can with my work schedule, my school schedule, and my sleep schedule also because like, I've been getting the worst sleep lately. I've been going to bed too late, waking up too early. It's awful. So I just need to get everything back on track. But for now, I have been consistent on the episodes. It's only the third episode as I'm saying this. But still, I'm going to be consistent. By the way, if you didn't understand what I was talking about, I was talking about the podcast. Not how I need to stay consistent in my work schedule, my sleep schedule, my podcast. So in the last pod, I dropped like the first real episode, whatever. It was about breakups. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that first because this is all going to start to like fall into line and like it's just going to make sense and it's going to help you get to know me more. In the previous episode, I asked y'all to send me topics that you wanted me to talk about, stuff you wanted me to go like more in depth in. So I got a couple. Here I go with saying so, so much like stuff, so, 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 like shut the fuck up, dude. Like, holy. Anyway. So. Oh my god. The suggestion was to go more into depth about my parents' divorce. From a very young age, I always knew that my parents didn't have the normal relationship. I mean, they had a great relationship. They were married for almost 20 years. They would just, like, fight a lot. But I also saw how it was, like, more one-sided. Like, it was stupid fights. And it was just because they had issues that they didn't ever deal with. And that's one thing when I look back on this stuff and I talk about it, especially now, I realize how much different I'm going to do it if I ever have this kind of dynamic with my husband and my kids. Like, my kids will never be involved in it. They won't be around to witness any of it. Like, they don't need to worry about it. Like, I should not have been worrying about that, going to bed on a Sunday night. Like, it's just not okay for a kid to have that in their life. Okay. Now we're going to jump forward to when they actually got a divorce. Fall of 2021. Once again, my freshman year. Freshman years when just like all this shit happened. Like I literally got shitted on. So how I found out about the divorce was not in the normal way, I would say. My mom had called me and I was at my best friend Aaron's house and she came and picked me up super early. Everything was fine, like a normal day going home after a sleepover. And as soon as I get in the car, she's like, Ollie, I need to tell you something. I'm like, okay, what? I'm like, what the fuck are you about to tell me? I'm serving your dad with divorce papers. And at this point, like, it wasn't really a surprise to me. Like, I knew it was coming. Like, my dad had been sleeping on the couch for like four months. Like, I kind of knew something was up. I'm not like stupid. But I did cry a lot when I found out. It was the realization. It wasn't so much the fact that they were getting a divorce. Because it wasn't out of nowhere for me. I was told to not tell my dad that I knew. Because she hadn't even given him the papers yet. So I held on to this secret for a good like two months. And then it just like messed things up even more in the future. Like in the next two months. So once he got served the papers by my mom, shit just unraveled. This is where, like, the weirdness comes into play. Like, 
highly like we're talking about like level like one to ten ten thousand weird since my mom had been a stay-at-home mom basically all her life she didn't really have like an income or anything it wasn't that easy for her to get up and like go get her own place or easy for my dad so what they did for a little while it didn't last too long but for a couple months they would trade weeks and one parent would just leave our house that we had all had together and so that was really weird but my mom was the first one to get up and leave my mom is a very mm, trying to figure out the best way to say this she's not odd but she's definitely on the not normal side in the way she thinks she's just not entirely communicative for example when she moved out no one knew about it like us kids we had no idea that we were about to leave with her and have a whole new place like to go back and forth from (laughs) this is how i woke up one day i woke up it was summer no it wasn't fuck it wasn't summer it was a school year what the hell so i woke i wake up outside my window is a u-haul truck and inside my room there's this man that i do not know and i'm like holy shit who is this guy turns out it was some guy from our church that looked like jesus i don't know but like imagine waking up and seeing that like you must think the lord came back for you and my mom comes in my room and i have these dressers that i like been in the family and of course she decides to take my dressers so she comes in my room and pulls out my dresser drawers and when i say dump like that's exactly what i mean like flip over folded clothes doesn't even matter if they're folded or not dumped on the floor put it back in the dresser and carried it out it's like stuff is done without anyone else knowing about it like especially the kids should know about that i feel like the kids should know about it because someone's in their room moving their stuff you think about that shit you don't let that go very easy like oh okay i understand like no that's like why was someone in my room at 7 a.m moving my shit out like no fast forwarding two months later i'm at school and there's this boy that i got really close with eighth grade year he was the new kid y'all are all gonna know who i'm talking about i'm just not gonna name drop but our families got close our parents met a couple times i find out that my mom's been calling his dad like every night like eight to like 12 going over and having drinks on the porch people see them keep in mind that me and this guy have the exact same friend group had we had the same friend group that was all there was to it we would all hang out together it was like that and so there was no way that they like they they everyone thought i knew but i didn't know at all (laughs) because me and this guy we we basically have the same friend group I don't think I would have known about it if I wasn't in the friend group, but since I was friends with those guys, like I was friends with the friend group before he was in it. And so that's how I, that's how I found out about it. Like not even through my mom. And when I would ask my mom, she would just deny, deny, like she didn't want to tell me. And I was like, it's such a, we live in such a small town. There's no point in lying at this point because I'll see you out with him and you're going to still try to lie to me. Like what? And always in divorces, parents aren't the 
aren't the nicest to the other parent. They like to bad talk them some. And that's what happened. So I was more inclined to my dad most of the time. But it always changes. And it sucks that that's how it is. But when one parent doesn't let you do something and then a parent does, you're like, okay, well, I like them more. And I realize now that, like, I love them equally. Like, they're both my parents like that will never change but the dynamic changed a lot my brother me and my sister our schedule is monday tuesday we're always with my mom wednesday thursday we're always with my dad and we switch off like after school we go home with a different parent and the weekends they alternate and normally most families do the week on week off and I wish it was that way because it was so stressful packing stuff because I never knew what to wear I didn't have that many clothes so I was packing bags taking them to school I was rolling around a suitcase for a while and everyone knows that like I would I was not ashamed of it I would roll that thing into school like it was funny it was a lot to like remember like oh my god wait I gotta grab my suitcase Fortunately, but also, like, unfortunately, at the same time, I don't have to pack a bag every two days now because I'm not living with either of them, and I'll tell you all why. So, when me and my dad weren't getting along, his automatic response was, okay, pack your stuff, we're going to your mom's, and I was like, okay, cool, and this was, like, the second time it happened. The first time, it's over stupid stuff, like, I would just, like, not want to wash the dishes or something like that. Like, really stupid stuff that most families don't experience during these, during divorces. And so, he took me to my mom's house, and she wasn't there. She was at her boyfriend's house. I would go inside, because I know the front door code, and, like, everything's packed up. Like, it was like no one had been there. Like, my bed was all, like, wrapped in plastic and everything. And I was like, okay, what the fuck? Like, why is my stuff packed up and I know nothing of this? And so, the next day is when we switch off. So, I went to my mom's. And I show up and I find my mom's boyfriend's son, one of my best friends, and two other of my very close friends moving my stuff and I'm like what is going on where where are we going where am I gonna live now and I find out that we're moving in with the boyfriend but again like she wasn't communicating any of this to me like a heads up would have been nice even though it was last minute like it was a last minute choice for her a nice text or a call before I show up and see my stuff being moved by my best friends like my best friends knew once again before I did. And this is when everything started to change with my mom because before we moved in with the boyfriend, she was, I would use the word just overall, like very chill about everything, like kind of let me do whatever I wanted. And I was used to that because it had been like a good nine months, eight or nine months. So later that day, after I go back to her house and everything's being moved, We have a sit-down lunch, just me and the boyfriend and my mom, and they set, like, some ground rules, and this is where everything started to change for me. Like, growing up, I was never expected to say, like, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, unless I was in trouble, like, 
and I had been getting yelled at. Like, that was what it seemed like to me. So, that was one of the things that they just wanted me to say just regular, and I was having such a hard time with it, and I am very stubborn. Like, that's just who I am. Like, I've always been stubborn. Always will be. But they wanted me to say that, and I was just having such a hard time doing that, and other things are changing. Like, I would get in trouble when we moved in there for yelling I need toilet paper from the bathroom like in my mind I look back on it and it's kind of ridiculous like I could have said those things and everything would have been fine but me and my mom just were fighting every day like every day I was always grounded I was never allowed to do things and it was really hard seeing the boyfriend's son doing all these things that I wasn't allowed to or even stuff he wasn't allowed to and there was no like, the the discipline wasn't the same, and that's what really bothered me. Like, I'm talking about showing up at 4 a.m., leaving the house, doing whatever you wanted to, and then me being grounded for so long, I was just like, okay, when is this going to end? Like, it's so hard not seeing, it's so hard not being treated fairly, and my mom definitely favored him over me a lot. And obviously, we have different behavior and we have different like we were just raised different so there was like a level of respect that wasn't there for me yet but it was just overall really hard and another thing like damn like I was 16 years old and I wasn't allowed to bring my phone to my mom's house like if I was living in the 80s or 90s sure I would be totally fine with not having my phone because no one had phones, but people now, they just don't know how to communicate without them. Or, like, that's the main source they communicate to. And she was like, oh, you could text them off. No, I'm not going to text them off of your phone. That is weird. Absolutely not. And it's just, it was frustrating. So, like, I would be at school. I have literally started watching stuff on my Chromebook on YouTube. Like, that's how bored I got. Anyway, so I was in that situation at my, what we would call now, my mom's house. With the boyfriend still there, by the way. For, I don't know how long it was, but it was like from November to May. And May is when I just gave up. And she gave me a choice. She said, if you're not going to respect my rules or respect me, then you can you can leave. And I was like, okay. <laughs> well, in my mind, I'm doing everything I can. I change. I do stuff right. And there's still no, there's nothing showing me that it's going to change even if my attitude changes or anything changes. So I decided to leave and this is when I started living with my Nana and by this time it's summertime so I was always out but I really started living with my Nana come like end of July and everything was fine with my dad and then he got engaged and let me tell you this lady oh she rubs me the wrong way like, I've never felt this way about anybody before. And I was like, Dad, you cannot do this. And he just didn't like that. And I told him, because I was moving forward with, like, living with him full time. And I had told him, I was like, okay, I signed up to live with you full time. Not her and her two kids. And she tries to she tries to mother me. And she's very immature. She's 50 years old. And she just is like... We got in a fight one time. She called me, oh, you punk ass bitch, like, come hit me. And I'm like, no, you are 50 years old, woman. 
absolutely not like what are you doing like I literally laughed at her I'm like this is embarrassing I would be embarrassed if I was you anyway so then I told him I was like this is like (laughs) new year's like 2023 we're jumping forward a lot because everything was fine at my dad's but on new year's eve I had told him I said hey I don't want to live with you full time anymore because it was up to him at this point to sign the papers. I said, I don't want those papers signed because I don't want to live with you full time anymore because now there's three other people involved. And he took it as, oh my God, she gave me an ultimatum and said, I don't want to live here if you marry this girl. Or if he, yeah, whatever, if he marries that girl. So that's what he told everyone, not the truth. I had told him I didn't want to live with him full time anymore because honestly, I don't think I could handle it so that's why I'm living at my Nana's full-time now and my dad ended up telling me to pack my shit up in trash bags and now I'm here and it's great everything's going really good I have everything I need I have a job I have a car and I did somehow blow through three grand in a month I bought some stupid shit but it's okay I'll get it all back But the last time me and my dad talked would be this past weekend. We've had these family friends forever since we lived in another suburb close to here. It's like 45 minutes away. And they babysat me. We grew up around them. Like, they're like family to me. And my dad is officiating one of the girls' weddings. And I was invited. And he had told them not to plan on me coming. Meanwhile, I have no idea that the wedding's this weekend. Like, I knew about the wedding. I just didn't know when it was. And so I had texted the girl. I was like, hey, like, Gwyneth, my little sister, had texted me. And she said that my dad said, don't plan on me coming. But I just wanted to let you know that I had no idea about anything. No one gave me any information. Like, I would love to come. And so she sent me everything. She was really happy that I was coming. Like, really happy about it. And I get a call from my dad like 10 minutes later. Ollie, you cannot come to this wedding because his girlfriend would have been there. And she's never even met these people. And so to rather have the girlfriend there over me shows a lot about how who he is as a person and what he really cares about. He said he told the girl to uninvite me, basically, and she did. But it came with a lot of other words that showed me that she still she loves me and she cares about me she always will here i'll tell y'all what she said okay pretend like there are quotation marks right here i talked with your dad earlier i was not aware of the dynamics of your relationship with him right now and was not aware that you were still on the best that you were still not on the best of terms and i'm sorry but since he is officiating my wedding and he needs to be able to focus on my ceremony and don't think that you being there would be the best idea under the circumstances. I'm so sorry, Ollie. I love you so very much and would very much like to see you after the wedding. I hope that you understand that this is not an indication of how much I love or care about you, nor how important you are to me. But since your dad is officiating the ceremony, I do need to honor his wishes in this instance. Quotation mark. And that's what really rubbed me the wrong way because... When he had called me and said I wasn't going to the wedding, like, don't come, like, you're not, you're not wanted, your name's not on the invitation, like, it just says my kids and you're not really under my household right now. 
He said that he didn't want me to bring drama to this wedding. Meanwhile, he got her caught up in our drama by uninviting me. So I was like, okay, what in the world? But he made it seem like if I came that I would blow up and basically turn this wedding into my wedding, which I wouldn't have done. And so I was really hurt by that. But these things that happened to me, like the whole divorce aspect of everything, I don't let it get to me. Like it happens. It happens. Life happens. It's life. I'm not going to stay up in my room for a week because I couldn't go to this wedding. No, I'm going to get past it and I'm going to keep moving forward with my life because who knows what I'll get invited to next week. You know, like you just have to keep going. Like you can never stop and hit rock bottom. And there has been a point where I have hit rock bottom, but that's for a whole nother episode. Like it was bad. It was really bad. And it wasn't even about the divorce. Like most people get affected by their parents' divorce, like highly. Me? Not really. I would say it affected my parents more than me because they both changed tremendously when they found new partners. And right now, I mean, I'm not I'm not really talking to my dad as much. But my mom and me, ever since I moved out of her house, we've become closer just because I think when I was living there, we were just butting heads so much. And now we have space. We had time to heal. And we can have a normal conversation now. Sure, yeah, she pisses me off sometimes. But any kid who's my age is going to get that from their mom. That's just normal. Like, no mom is never going to piss their kid off to a point where they're like, I'm annoyed with you. No, but I've learned to be straight up and forward with that when they're talking to me about something I don't care about. And I'll be like, honestly, mom, I'm sorry, but I don't want to hear about this right now. It's making me annoyed. And she'll just stop. Like, we have a point of understanding each other. Like, we meet in the middle. Even though there's no communication about anything, there doesn't really need to be anymore because I'm not living with her. Nor my dad. When I say it didn't affect me, it didn't affect me in a negative way. Everything that has affected me has helped me learn and to grow to be a better person. And I feel like in every episode I'm going to mention how it didn't affect me and whatever, but I'm never going to stop saying it because it's the truth. Anyway, today at work, this is like my signing off message, but today at work I spilled bleach all over my new Brandy Melville sweatpants. And so they're pink on the bottom now because they were great before. I cut my hand on a grate and my hands are torn up. It looks like I had paper cuts everywhere. So I got to go tend to my hand and go to bed so I can get back to my sleep schedule and stay consistent with it. How I was talking about at the beginning. But anyway, I hope y'all like this episode. I hope y'all are liking my podcast so far. And please, please, please um, follow the Instagram Serving Chaos. I just posted a picture announcing this episode, actually. It's of my Nana riding a camel (laughs) in Dubai. PSA, y'all. So sorry about the breathing noises. (laughs) I sound like a bull. Sorry. Love y'all. Thanks for listening. Bye.